Hello everyone, so this is Rokas and in another Martial Arts Journey podcast, this time it's a unique one because I'm going to share something that I do that not all of you or probably most of you don't know that I do this. Uh, oftentimes people ask me what's my source of income, how do I survive in this world and obviously running the dojo was a big part of it and as you know, as most of you know, I'm closing it uh, and uh, before I knew that I'm going to Portland to the United States to, to do the Wim to Warrior program, um, people probably consider, so what's my plan B? And obviously, YouTube had a big part in it, uh, in my this plan B, what I will I do without the dojo, how do I survive um, strategy. But also, I had some things going on uh, for years now, besides running a dojo, uh, which I did as a kind of a side thing, which was connected to Aikido, to yoga, to meditation that I teach as well. And that was doing public speeches, doing public speeches. I was invited, oftentimes I was invited to seminars to do public speaking about motivation and personal growth. Uh, often, sometimes I would organize my own seminars and just share some of the key principles that I apply in my life, which helped me succeed uh, in the endeavors, uh, endeavors that I go for like YouTube, like running a dojo. I definitely had to go over a lot of struggles and learn a lot of lessons to be able to um, go on this untraditional path. And uh, for example, right after high school, I decided to not study. I decided, which is a very thing, a very big thing to do in my country. You do not not study as long as you have any intellect. And I decided not to do that. In, in, instead, I decided to pursue my dream to become an Aikido instructor back then, years ago. Uh, so I went uh, to a different country. I trained I, because I became a living student. And my sole goal was, uh, well, I mean, my main goal was to open a dojo and to develop skills to support others in their growth. That was very important for me for many years. And I did. I did open a dojo. It was, uh, it was my source of income for many years. Then I uh, also did all these seminars and uh, I started the Martial Arts Journey YouTube channel, which is a, becoming a big thing right now. It's spreading quite quickly and becoming more and well, more well-known, having some positive influence in various areas. I'm very happy about that. But, but what I want to say is that all of that I would not have been able to do without all these, let's say, to a certain degree, exceptional things. I would not have been able to do if I would not rely on certain principles on how I make my I on how I maintain maintain my own motivation, how I make decisions, how I function, and uh, and all of those I broke down uh, into various uh, principles and guidelines that I always use myself, and I'm very critical about them. I keep pressure testing all the time to make sure that these things. These principles, these these ways of conduct, that they work, and without them, I would not have succeeded anything that I that I would not have been able to do anything that I did up to this moment, and uh, I'm sure I wouldn't be able to do anything that I will do in the future, uh, which is big or has some positive influence to other people, and uh, and yeah, so so for sure, those guiding principles are very useful to me. And also to other people. And that's why I, in my country, I keep being invited to various festivals or seminars or 
or events to do these talks because I think uh, they're useful things. They're useful not only to me, but also to others. I have, I have a lot of success stories upon my sleeve of people that I share these principles with and they, they actually turned out to do some great things uh, based partly on a big part on relying on those things. So, so all in all, what I'm trying to get to, I decided that this is the day. The day has come for me to share with you of uh, some of my extra work that I do, some of the things I'm inspired about beyond martial arts, and to let you know, yeah, what what I have upon my sleeves besides martial arts and the martial arts journey that you know. So I hope this will be an interesting podcast to you. I hope you will discover some insights that will be useful to you. I'm excited to share this. I hope you will be excited by the end of this podcast and I'll slowly start to go there. Uh, so one last uh, point I will mention before I head into the into that main subject of this podcast is that since it's still the Martial Arts Journey YouTube channel podcast, I will mainly focus on using examples. I will focus a lot on using examples from martial arts. I will try to relate those principles that I will share with you through the perspective of martial arts, but I will not limit myself to it. Normally, I don't speak so much about martial arts when I do public speeches to just general public, but um, we will focus on martial arts so you would still feel the vibe of martial arts journey. I will share a lot of examples from my YouTube work, which you will probably know uh, some of them of, of how... Uh, you will get to know how it worked out and why it happened. So things like a keto versus MMA video or me closing my dojo and various things. Uh, you will understand why it was why it happened and why I was able why I was able to make those things happen and and yeah. So so it will be still related to the martial arts uh, martial arts journey YouTube work and channel and the very very last thing i called this podcast on the side at the end of it the unconditional development this is a phrase i sometimes use in my country in my work that i do on public speeches uh, and i'll just quickly explain what i mean by that and the thing is oftentimes when we want to develop and we want to grow we want to become better we want to become more we want to achieve things most of people want to do it in the way they want it to happen. They want it to happen in the easy way, in the soft way. They want it to happen in such a way where nothing wrong will happen or nothing major will fail. They want this to be a nice, smooth ride. <laughs> this is, trust me, this is impossible. Do not expect that. And uh, and and that's part of the unconditional that uh, the condition of I want to grow and I want to become better on the condition that it will I will be successful and all will go smoothly. That's not a condition you can have. And also, a lot of people, they only train, they only develop, they only strive for things when, when the circumstances are good for them, when they're comfortable. So I'll give you a simple example to, to let you understand what I'm talking about. So let's say I decide to go jogging every day or just a few days per week, but let's say every day and the sun is shining, I feel energetic, I feel good and I go and jog and the next day I'm tired, 
and the weather is bad, it's raining, and I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm going to skip today. And then the next day, it's raining again, the weather is bad, and, and I don't feel like it, and I don't run again. The same can apply to going to training. Let's say MMA, BGJ, it can be Aikido. It's like, well, today's Monday, there's a class tonight. Well, you know, I'm going to go to, to another day because it's cold outside and my car broke down. So, no, I'm not going to do it. So, it's very conditional. So, I only do it. I only do, do these things and I only train and develop uh, when everything is right for, uh, for it to happen. But unconditional development means that it doesn't matter if my car broke down. It doesn't matter if it's raining. It doesn't matter if it's like minus 30 Celsius degrees. I still do it. And of course, there are some sensible lines you have to have. And we'll talk about them in this podcast. So let's say if you're sick and you're going to hurt yourself, or if your wife is very upset about you training too much this week, you can take a break. You can you can choose consciously and not go to training, not go jogging, because you realize that will be for the better of everything. But most of the times, people are just skipping it, bailing out of it, and making excuses, and that's more what I'm talking about. So unconditional development means we decide to develop, we decide to become better, no matter what, and we do not rely on circumstances, we do it anyway. And that's, and we're going to talk about one of the main principles that, that is in the lines of this, uh, one of the things people mostly avoid and don't want in their life, which is a crucial, crucial part of development, crucial part of eventually enjoying success and the fruits of your labor, uh, on a big level, but most people just don't have a positive relationship with this. And I am talking about doing mistakes and I'm talking about failing. And this is what I'm going to focus on. So first of all, uh, let's, let's take martial arts as an example. So you, so you could understand where, how, how removing failure or avoiding failure can actually really hurt your development, can really hurt your growth. And let's take martial arts and let's take, let's start with Aikido, the thing I'm known best about, best for, for myself, the thing I know best myself uh, for doing 14 years. So in Aikido, when you come uh, into the first classes, you fail a lot. So you don't know what you're supposed to do. You, you just don't get the techniques and they're complicated and there's all these etiquette uh, things you need to learn. So you're really a screw up and you feel bad about that or most people feel bad about that. But then that's when you grow. You, know, you learn to become more focused, more aware. You learn to pick up things and you learn through failure. You, you start to develop. You, you become, in a big way, you become better. But now, an issue I am planning to address also in a special video for, for this specific subject is that as you train more and more, eventually you become uh, a shodan, nidan, sundan, so a black belt, a high-ranking black belt. And then you're the top dog, and nobody questions you. The younger students, they're your kohais, meaning your, your uh, inferior <laughs> members of the dojo, they look up to you, they worship you, and you have 
uh, either an official or unofficial right to give them crap about what they do. And the thing is, since there's no pressure testing in Aikido or very, very kind of low intensity forms of pressure testing, you do not get in touch with failure. The more you practice, the less you get in touch with failure. If you become a sensei, a dojo cho, the main instructor of the dojo, nobody questions you at all. It's, 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 it's not permitted to question the head sensei. And if somebody, if a new person comes and he doesn't know that, and obviously I'm saying, I'm not saying that's a good thing, but that's what happens often. And if a new person comes and he starts to question, everybody freaks out and they're like, what are you, how can you defy a God? Just shut up, get out of the dojo. It's just not encouraged. But the thing is, that's where I feel a lot of ego comes in. Because first of all, these people start to have illusionary ideas about their amazing skills, which are not pressure tested, where they do not fail so much anymore. They start, their egos oftentimes start to grow and they're not adequate. They don't really know the limitations of their skills. And their ego starts to come in, overconfidence, and a lot of bad things can, can come in there. And it's not a fact that that's what's going to happen. But the lack of failure as you progress in, as you progress in traditional martial arts and per se Aikido, uh, it can really create circumstances which enhance a lot of bad negative things. But now if we come back to modern practical martial arts, such as um, mixed martial arts, MMA or BJJ, or anything along the lines of that. And I'm not saying it's divine. I'm not saying there's no bad things there or there's no bad people there. But but the thing is, in let's, let's take BJJ. So in BJJ, you get tapped out hundreds, thousands of times. And if you're a, a black belt in BJJ, in, in, a, in, a, in a good way, I mean, you're not some fake black belt. That means you've been tapped out thousands of times. That means you've been humbled thousands of times. And you still, there's there's always going to be someone better than you. And there's always someone who's going to get the best of you. And that always reminds you that you are always limited. You always have more to go to. You always have more to achieve. You always have more to strive for. And, and that humbles you and that makes you more sincere, that makes you more critical, uh, that makes, develops your critical thinking. You realize, oh wow, actually if I want to become better, it's not just about everybody, you know, sucking, well, I mean, not everybody just licking my boots and, uh, and saying that I'm the best, but, but there's certain things I need to discover, there's certain answers I need to discover. And I could just talk more and more about this, but, but I think I know I'm, I think you know where I'm heading for what I'm heading for. And that's I think one of the core reasons why in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or in, in the advanced level of MMA, there's a lot of sincere and nice and humble people. And in my experience so far, uh, I still need to get into this world more, but in my experience more than in that I met in traditional martial arts. But anyway, so, so that's one of the examples of showing how, how important failure is. But then uh, what's interesting is that the same, the exact same applies to life and even on a grander scale. Now, it's in, what's interesting with failure is that everybody knows that, you, that 
failing uh, that by failing by making a mistake you learn a lesson that mistakes are lessons everybody kind of knows that theoretically maybe not even everybody but i think it's kind of common knowledge a mistake equals a lesson but the thing is what i question and the question that i will pose right now did do people really internalize this do people really get what that means do they really believe it do they really accept the truth behind this and do they embrace it and i'd say no it depends maybe on the culture but a lot of cultures are really they're really hard on people who make mistakes and just to give you a few examples and to reveal this as a potential truth let's start with school where you encouraged to fail in school it's what's the way to what's the way to kind of navigate for school it's through marks and if you do if you do something bad if you if you say the wrong answer you get a if it's a 10 scale system you get a 2 you get a d uh it's you you get punished and especially definitely in my experience of school and i think this this applies to many people in many cultures and if you fail in school you get punished and and you get disgraced oftentimes parents are not happy about you so there's none of the hey look this is just a lesson you know it just shows that you you don't understand the subject and just gives you a chance to to be become better at it maybe some great teachers if you met them they do this to you great parents they tell you that but i think it's so rare and so uncommon and this type of mentality and approach it's being passed on later on in our years as well so let's say in your workplace does your job uh does your boss encourage failure if you fail in your work does the boss say oh yeah i mean yeah you know when i was in your place when i was at your level i also did this failure and i get you you know you have to try harder but we're going to work through this if you have an amazing boss if you have an amazing workplace yes that will happen but i think this is so rare most bosses will punish you for failing they will antagonize failure wife husband oftentimes it's the same very very rarely a wife will say to husband you know it's it's i get you you know you failed you made a mistake it's like you know we all do that it happens you know let's work through this let's learn from it no most of the times if you make a mistake you're going to sleep on a couch if you make a mistake you're going to get kicked out of your house you're going to get the silent punishment and you're going to get so many bad and negative things because failure in most of the cultures is antagonized failure is avoided and it's it's made into this huge big monster and you are encouraged to try to fail as little as you can and this is such a bad thing that we do to ourselves and to others we we make ourselves impotent it's like i'm sorry for the analogy but it's like we we cut our own balls and each other's balls uh, metaphorically by doing that we disempower ourselves really bad because if a mistake is a lesson and we we avoid mistakes and we try to do as little of them as we can 
then we we miss so many lessons and and this is the the attention that this is where I want to bring your attention to and to tell you that you have to allow yourself to fail there's no other great way to success there's there's a great i don't know who was it i can't remember but there was this public speaker a woman who said the recipe for one success is is 100 failures so if you want one success you need to fail 100 times because failure is the only way to really learn the lesson otherwise be be, be 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 unless until you do those mistakes and until you internalize them it's going to be just theoretical and you will never really understand what works and what doesn't work so again to come back to the point you have to allow yourself to fail and it's something that i do constantly and it's something which brought me amazing amazing results it brought me tremendous experiences and uh, and just just really shaped my whole life and just by letting you know what 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 examples may be some of them you know like the aikido versus mma video if you've seen that it's so right now it has like 2.3 million views i think it's my most viewed video it's it's a video which got me into a new path it's a video which brought my attention to the very important subject and it's a video loved by many people i think it inspired a lot of people but then i would get questions all the time it's like how come did you do it you know where where did that idea and guts came to do that video because yeah it was a really big risk i mean i was still running my dojo so so my students seeing me beaten up like really like i was really like a child in that ring that was potentially that i potentially could have lost my students from my dojo when i filmed and released that video i was ready to be hated by kidokas and i was ready to be mocked by mma people and i was lucky that i didn't i wasn't that i mean it turned out to be such a great success such a great thing to do but then everybody was was surprised like how did you manage to do this it's like nobody gets beaten up and publishes on publishes it online but i did it because i allowed myself to fail i wasn't i wasn't pretending that i'm the best that i'm that i'm capable of doing this i i i failed in the ring on that level and i was fine sharing it because i knew it's part of humanity it's part of being a human being it's okay to fail and i said look if nobody else is going to going to going to admit that they will fail in the ring if they do just aikido i have to do that and i was ready to fail on a bigger scale i was ready to fail on youtube online in my dojo in my professional life because i knew i have to allow myself to fail i cannot avoid that and it turned out to be a wonderful experience a life changing experience the fact that i allowed myself to change i mean sorry <laughs> i allowed myself to fail and i'm going to come back to this point in a few moments but but this is what i mean by by addressing the fact that you have to allow your uh, yourself to fail and when you fail you have to really what i do i really embrace it i really dig into it i really let myself because well basically what i want to say is when we fail we oftentimes pretend we didn't we oftentimes don't want to think about it but that's the opposite of what in my opinion we have to do when you fail 
But when I fail, I really look into this deeply and say, okay, so why did I fail? Let me stick with this uncomfortable feeling. Let me stay with it and let me let that sh let that failure shape me. I have to look straight into the eyes. I have to be one, become one with it. And only then I can realize, ah, that's the lesson that I needed to learn. And then most likely I will never repeat the same mis uh, mistake again, at least on the same level. But if I avoid it, if I, if I try to shun it away, I will never learn the lesson in a big way. So yeah, so, so you have to live that failure. And also just bouncing back, bouncing uh, from that story about Aikido versus MMA, that is actually such a good example of the next principle that I want to introduce to you. And in order to introduce this principle, I'm going to tell you a story, a story that I really enjoy and one that I tell often to a lot of people, especially when I introduce the subject. So uh, there's a long version of this story, but I'll make it short. A dad buys a horse to his son and the son always wanted a horse and he's super happy and he rides this horse every day from morning to night, makes him super happy and makes the dad very happy. And he looks at his son riding and says, wow, the day I bought the horse is the best day in my life. But then one day the boy uh, falls from the horse uh, together with the horse and the horse falls down on his legs and crushes them, making him paralyzed for the rest of his life without the, the, without the ability to use his legs anymore. And the dad looks back, looks at the horse and thinks, wow, the day I bought the horse actually was the worst day in my life. But then war comes to the country and his son and, and all of the young uh, boys, young, young men are sent to a war where they will probably never come back and they will probably all of them will die. But then the son is not sent because he's paralyzed. And the dad looks back and says, wow, the day I bought the horse was the best day in my life. And I think this, the original story goes like that, like, like 10 times. It comes back and forth, back and forth. Uh, but this already shows and reveals the principle I wanted to share is that oftentimes what we consider failure at that moment is actually a win. It's actually... Uh, actually, we don't always see, especially in the sh in the short term, the benefits of that failure. And what we consider failure sometimes can be actually a, a win, a, a success. And uh, I definitely experienced that with the Akira versus MMA video. As I mentioned to you, I thought this I will fail by presenting this video. I just really believed I have to do it. But I thought everybody will hate me. Everybody will go hard on me, but I just said, I have to do it. But I was sure this is, you know, this, this, this is going to be a failure on some level. Uh, it's going to cause a lot of discomfort. And while Aikido people, a lot of Aikido people hated it, not everyone, but a lot of did. But then the MA, the BGD community, they really loved it. And it turned out to be such a big success. It turned out to be the biggest video I published. But if I would not have allowed myself to fail, my idea that I will fail with it would have stayed true in my mind, although there was a success behind it. And I experienced the same with my YouTube channel from very early on. When in the beginning I was publishing and recording uh, Aikido tutorials and uh, I, I I was publishing some 
kind of low quality, simple tutorials here and there. And there was not a lot of views. There were not a lot of views there. But then one day I decided to film this 30 minute, minute uh, long Aikido rolling or called Kemi video like tutorial, which I really put a lot of energy into and I was quite proud of it. And then I, I published it, but still it didn't get many views because people just didn't know my channel exists. And I discovered Reddit that day where I knew when I will publish that video on the Aikido Reddit page that a lot of Aikidoka will definitely see it. But then I thought, you know, this is the internet. Surely they will hate me. Surely they will just make fun of me and say, oh, you're such a poor instructor and et cetera, et cetera. And I, I, I thought it's really going to be a failure. I really will feel miserable if I will publish that video there. But I decided, you know what? I have to allow myself to fail. This is a core concept that I follow. And I decided, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to publish it there. I published it and I went away from the computer and 30 minutes later I said, you know what, I'm just going to check how the video is doing. And I see a lot, a big spike in the, in the views. It's like a lot of views and I'm like, wow, okay, probably a lot of people posted negative comments about me there. And I checked the Reddit page and it was all positive. Everybody loved it. But the thing is, if I would not have published that uh, video, if I would not have dared to quote unquote fail, I would not have realized it was actually a success. And so what I always want to like to point out to people here is that think about all the times when you thought you will fail and you were so certain you will fail if you will do this. You will fail if you will go talk to that girl you like. You will fail if you will try that business for sure. And you don't try because you're so certain you will fail. But what if... A number of those thought failures were actually successes you never allowed yourself to experience. And I don't say, I don't want to say that all of your uh, ideas about failure are wrong. Surely you will fail. Failure is inevitable. Accept that. Stop avoiding it because you will fail. It's something we all do. So it's time to learn to do it well. But uh, it doesn't, so if you have, if you're certain you're going to fail, sometimes you will, but then it's a lesson. You're still going to learn something and it's going to be not nice in the short term, but in the long term, you will benefit from it. And, and that's, that's where we have to face the music. That's where we have to be. That's the, where unconditional development happens. You have to be willing to fail in the short term to, to success a long term uh, success and long-term success is much more valuable. It's much more, mm, it's just way bigger. It just means much more. And and I see so many times people who are afraid to fail on the short term. They're like, oh, when I quit my job, I hate my job, but but what am I going to do afterwards? Maybe I will not have money and etc. They, 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 they're afraid to fail in the short term, so they fail in the long term because they work the job they hate for years and they hate their life. And and just because they're not able to, to face the music, to face the, the uncomfort of the short term failure. So yeah, so just coming back to the main point, uh, I want to share that a lot of the ideas about failures are oftentimes just ideas. And until we will try that, we will never really know if it's a failure. 
You cannot know if it's a failure until you try it. And even if you try and you fail, maybe that will be the bridge to success later on. Even then, you cannot know if this is really a failure. So it's one more reason to allow yourself to fail. And another great, great, great principle that I, I love and I introduce and I use is a mantra, a phrase called fail faster. So meaning... Um, Oftentimes we try to postpone failure and failure. I've already spoken about this. It's inevitable. You have to fail to learn the lesson and you will fail sooner or later. But then we oftentimes like to postpone it. It's like, well, you know, maybe I feel this relationship is failing, but then maybe I'll just stick around with it for another year, two years, three years. Then you get a child and it just gets worse. And eventually you still separate. And then you're like, damn, now it's like huge. Now, now the the consequences are much more uh, worse than if I would have admitted that this failed early on. And not that I'm saying don't try to save your relationships. It's just an example that that happens. But 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 what I want to point out here, uh, what I want to point here at, is that failure equals a lesson, and a lesson equals a price. You have to pay a price to learn that lesson. But the thing is, the more you will postpone your failure, the more you will have to pay. You will still learn the lesson. You will still kind of, let's say, benefit from it. But then the price will become bigger. So I mentioned the example of relationships. The same applies to business. So if you are not admitting to yourself that your business has failed or is failing, or you don't allow yourself to experiment and try the things you will sooner or later try in the beginning, and you postpone it, Eventually, after a while, you will get more employees, and you will you will loan um, you will um, I can't find the right English word for that right now, but you'll 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 just borrow more money, and eventually, when you will fail, you will have to pay such a big such a more big bigger price. You will you will have much more debt. You will have more people that will go down with you. It's just going to get worse. So you so you really have to allow yourself to fail faster. And I'm not saying do mistakes, just like try to make up mistakes, but don't avoid them. If if you if you if you're gonna have if you're gonna try something out, try it early because the more you will postpone it, the worse it's gonna get. And and I can use the example of martial arts here, or or even my Aikido story. I always had a doubt that they're sitting off with Aikido, especially the martial side the martial side of it. And and that I know this doubt is pretty much in every Aikido practitioner. And um, and I had this doubt for a long time, but I never really went into it. Like until I did the Aikido vs. MMA video, I just kind of did. But then I don't say I wasted all these years. I did learn a lot of Aikido from Aikido, and without Aikido, I wouldn't be here where I am right now. But still, I mean, uh, right now it's much more difficult for me to learn MMA and BJJ. As I get older, as I have more responsibilities, I mean, when I was in my 20s, I mean, when I was in my early 20s, I could train day and night. Now I don't have that energy anymore. And it's just getting, it's it's getting more and more difficult. And it's good that I faced the music already. But if I would have postponed it even longer, it would have been even more dramatic. It would have even more been difficult. So, so I could talk more about that here, but, but hopefully you see what I mean, and uh, and this is where 
fail faster is such a beautiful principle is I mean, it basically just reminds us that we should not postpone failure. We have to try things. We have to experiment. We have to take risks early on and learn the lessons early on because it's just going to get worse. And the, the faster you fail, the quicker you will get the recipe of success. The quicker you will learn your lessons, the quicker you will understand what doesn't work, the quicker you, you will understand what works, and the quicker you will be able to create something amazing. If you won't, will not fail, you will not learn the necessary lessons, you will just have ideas about what works, and you, you're not going to hit the target. And, and this is definitely how I built my dojo. This is definitely how I started and, and made the martial arts journey YouTube channel into what it is right now because I allowed myself to fail and I failed fast. I was like, oh, I have this idea about this video and, you know, maybe people will hate it. Not sure. Maybe not everyone will watch it, but I'm going to have to, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it out and see. And I always just kept experimenting. I always kept trying new things and I just would let myself fail. And some videos would, would fail. Some videos wouldn't connect with the audience. I'm not proud of everything I did, but I learned all these amazing lessons which I implement into my work today. And that's the reason why I'm talking to you today and why, why you're listening. So, so failing faster is definitely a really powerful, not comfortable, but powerful feeling. I mean, sorry, um, not feeling, uh, but I mean principle. So the, 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 one of the few last things I'll share is, um, so don't avoid failure, but the only thing I suggest, or the only few things I suggest, I, I normally say avoid, but do avoid critical failure if you can. And by critical failure, I mean don't die, better not risk your life, don't injure your body permanently, and, uh, and I normally also say don't go to prison. And still, I mean, you know, Gandhi went to prison, Mandela went to prison, so who knows, maybe prison can you know, be actually a long-term success. Some people are get injured and they transform because of that. Uh, I don't know about death. <laughs> death. Well, I mean, Jesus was put to the cross, but um, no, I mean, I'm not necessarily pointing at that. Or Martin Luther King was shot. So, so you know, it's 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 a broad spectrum here. But but still, normally. I try not to die. I try not to hurt my body permanently. I try not to go to prison because it will limit my options. And I want to have as many options as I'm given and as I can have. So, so if, if those critical failures are not in question, then do it. You know, if you're going to try a business and it's going to fail, it's like, what are you going to lose? It's pretty much everything to do with ego and with some comfort. But you can always get back some comfort. And if your ego is hurt, that's actually always healthy because you will become more humble because of that. So if you if you try a business and you fail and you didn't you don't go to prison, you don't die and you don't hurt your body permanently, what did you really lose? You can build that up again uh, just as long as you try again, as long as you let yourself, allow yourself to fail again and unless you become super afraid of, of failure and then the rest of your life is miserable. That's another case, but then you're not following the, the failure principles. But then coming back to the point, you know, you, you have to, uh, as long as it's not critical failure, you're fine. You, you're only going to, to be better by failing and experiencing those short-term, not nice feelings 
some of the best people in in the world did live in the streets. They did, they did, you know, experience not so great life periods, but they eventually pushed through it, and that's why we know about them. That's why they're great. And yeah, okay, okay. So maybe you know, maybe don't lose your job intentionally. I mean, don't lose your finances, etc. But but I hope you see what I want to say by that. And and the 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 last fourth principle, uh, fourth point in the critical mistakes is I normally try not to um, how to say this. I normally try not to make mistakes which hurt others, uh, which create damage to others. So, 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 you know, like don't make a mistake where you will kill another person. Don't, and hopefully don't make a mistake where you will really badly hurt and damage someone else's life or injure someone else. This is a line I do not allow myself to cross. and I do not suggest anyone else crossing. It's like, don't go out and make a mistake and, and injure someone badly and say, oh, you know, it's like mistakes. It's, it's good. You know, do mistakes. It's life. Mistakes are cool. It's like, no, no problem. It's like, no, there's plenty of mistakes you can do without hurting others and without causing danger and damage. And, and hopefully it doesn't, hopefully your mistakes will not uh, create a very bad life for your children, for your wife, for your spouse. Um, and sometimes, yes, you know, we will, accidentally hurt others but do not but if you can avoid it avoid it and if if you are going to go on some venture on some idea of following your dream and it will have the potential to hurt the welfare of your family at least on the financial level then express that to them early on and and include them and and give them a chance to support you don't go out and say ah roka said do mistakes so now I'm going to fuck our lives up and, you know, it's like, don't worry about it. It's like, it's mistakes are cool and, and now live with it. It's like, well, you can do that for yourself, but, but other lives, not everyone is ready to fail uh, and not everyone is ready to experience discomfort as much as we allow ourselves to do that. So it's best, in my experience, it's best to include others, to tell. Like I came to my wife and I said, look, I feel I need to close the dojo you know, this is, I know this is not nice, but, but if I don't do this, this may be a failure. This may be a mistake, but I have to do this. Uh, I explained why. And, and she understood and she said, okay, you know what? This is a bit scary, but, but, but let, let's do it. Let's, let's allow ourselves to fail together. But I, if I would have just came and said, yeah, I, by the way, I closed the dojo. You know, it's like part of our finances go out of the window. It's like, deal with that. You know, it's like, cool. <laughs> no, that's not cool. You know, so don't, as, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I can suggest, try to minimize the, the damage you cause to others. And at best, if you take risks, take risks which concern you. And uh, yeah, so the, the last thing, uh, the last few things I will share. If you fail, admit your failure, be sincere uh, be open about it. That definitely helps others to be included in it and, and supportive. That helps bri- make that bridge to support you. And also, don't forget, we all fail. That's a, something a lot of people forget, that we all fail. And uh, some, oftentimes, we, we like to judge others for failing or we judge ourselves for failing, but we forget. You know, others fail too. It's an inevitable part of life. And 
until we learn to deal with our mistakes, until we learn to embrace them, until we learn to fail well, we will be stuck in terrible places, definitely, I mean, in our minds. So, so yeah, just uh, remember that everybody fails. It's okay to fail, just you have to do it well. And uh, just to finish up, I could I could say more, I could talk more. Sometimes I do seminars where I speak for hours upon hours, uh, and there's many subjects that I, that I kind of cris- uh, clarified and crystallized for myself and that I apply. So, so, but I, I am going to finish here soon enough in a few moments. But if you liked what you heard in this podcast, definitely let me know. I'm I'm Martial Arts Journey channel is is a channel for everyone. It's not just about me doing my thing. I do want to include you and be respectful to what you're interested in and what benefits you. So so if you find this podcast interesting, let me know in the comments about that. Reach out to me and, and let me know that you liked it and that you want more of it. And I'll definitely take that into consideration and probably I will release more of these if, if everybody's going to hate this. I mean, this is, again, I'm allowing myself to fail. I'm allowing to, to expose myself and to see what happens. It's, it's I'm just living the lesson. Uh, so that's not a problem. But if you like it, let me know and I'll share more. Uh, normally, I speak about uh, overcoming your fears. That's a big subject on my plate that I keep looking at and 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 adapting into my life. I talk about finding what you really want to do, kind of, let's say, a purpose. Uh, there's some methods which help you do that, uh, which helped me, which helped a bunch of people that I work with, uh, so how to crystallize what you, you really want to do, because a lot of people just don't know. They don't know how to find it. And also definitely on how to make it happen. How, how did I make, how am I making the YouTube channel work? How did I make the dojo work? There's some principles it's not luck. There are some principles that you can use, universal principles that, that help. So if you're interested, just let me know. And amongst other things, I can share about these. And yeah, we'll see where we go from here. In the end, thank you for listening. You listened for more than 45 minutes. So <laughs> so uh, hopefully that's not too much information. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Again, let me know about what you think about this subject. And as always, I wish you to own your journey and I'm looking forward to continuing the journey together with you in the next steps. So thank you for listening and till next time.